As a kid, I remember uh, at school hearing a student talk about their upcoming birthday party. And I would think, I sure hope I get an invite because that sounds like a great party that I want to be at. I don't know if you have uh, felt that before. You hear something going on and you're like, I hope that I get an invite to show up at that. Think for a minute, what would be if someone uh, invited you to something and who would that be and what would that event be that you really would think this would be like the greatest invitation from someone? I was thinking about this that for years I've always wanted um, Michael Jordan's manager to call me up and say, hey, uh, Michael Jordan's going to be in town and he's got an hour and a half to go shoot hoops with you uh, on Friday. And I'd be like, awesome. But I mean, what if, what if I was like, um, okay, Friday, you know what? I'm supposed to go fishing at that time. Uh, it's supposed to be a good day, good weather. You know, can Michael Jordan reschedule? Uh, no, that'd be ridiculous. I've been waiting to shoot hoops with him for years. I get the opportunity. And imagine if I said, no, I'm, I'm too uh, busy. Well, as we look at this uh, text today, Jesus uh, talks about an invitation and talks about people who do not uh, uh, respond to the invitation, but instead are too busy or have every excuse under the sun. And what Jesus uses this parable to do is to teach about the kingdom of God and specifically the work of his son, Jesus Christ. And this is the big idea as we look at the text this morning. We must respond to God's invitation to his kingdom or be lost forever. Would you look with me at Luke chapter 14 verses 12 through 24. As I get ready to read this, I would remind you that Jesus is at a house. There's a bunch of religious leaders there. A ruler, a leader of the Pharisees has invited Jesus. We saw two weeks ago that at that moment, on this Sabbath day, there's a man that he heals and he teaches them of what is right to do on the Sabbath. And then he turns around and teaches the people in the room about getting rid of pride and being people who are humble. And today we see him teaching about the kingdom of God. God. And here's what it says in verse 12. He said also to the man who had invited him, when you give a dinner or a banquet, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors, lest they also invite you in return and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. When one of those who reclined at the table with him heard these things, he said to him, Blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said to him, A man once gave a great banquet and invited many. And at that time for the banquet, he sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field, and I must go out and see it. Please have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to examine them. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and reported these things to his master. Then the master of the house became angry and said to his servant, Go out quickly to the streets and lanes of the city and bring in the poor and crippled and blind and lame. And the servant said, Sir, what you commanded has been done, and still there is room. And the master said to the servant, 
Go out to the highways and the hedges and compel people to come in that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those men who were invited shall taste my banquet. The word of God. Father, we pray that in this moment that your name would be lifted up, that you would be praised from the songs that we sing and from the depths of our heart. Father, we thank you for preparing a place, a banquet, a celebration for your people. And we pray that all would respond to the good news, the gospel, the invitation through Jesus Christ and the work that he's done. Holy Spirit, we ask that this morning that you would stir our hearts, that you would teach us, that you would help us have a greater understanding of your truth. Father, would you fill my mouth with your words? Would you bless the reading and the preaching of the word in Jesus' name? Amen. I don't know if you like these, but I like to go to a banquet, a dinner party. A, uh, I love Thanksgiving when we gather around the table and, and there's all this food. There's usually in these types of gatherings a lot of joy or there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of people want to be together. Uh, some may say, well, I don't like parties at all. I don't like banquets. I don't like dinners, but uh, I do. And so when I read this, I think of the banquet which God has set for his people uh, in heaven. And it's a wonderful thing to reflect on and rejoice in, but do not miss that Jesus is teaching a great truth that we need to pay attention to this morning. So when we see in verses 12 through 17, there is this great invite that is given. If you uh, remember or were not with us in the last two weeks, again, Jesus is taking this moment with these religious leaders, these Pharisees, and he's teaching them. And here he teaches them about the kingdom of God. So from the Sabbath and healing on that day to pride uh, to now generosity and a call to the kingdom is what he lays out before them. And we know that it's a leader of the Pharisees in verse 1 of chapter 14 who is hosting this. And now Jesus turns to this host and he is telling them that, hey, you need to be generous and you need to be hospitable, but be warned. He says it's not a bad thing to be hospitable and hospitable and invite family and friends and neighbors to your party. But he says when you do that, though, they can easily repay you, invite you over to their party. Instead, he says, you're blessed when you invite the poor, the crippled, the blind, the outcast who cannot repay you. And what Jesus is trying to teach this host is about extreme generosity, that we would be people who are extremely generous with what God has given us, that we would have an attitude of serving other people, not to give or to be generous or to serve so that we would be repaid, but to do that with the thought that we would never be repaid by any of those people. And so what the response is in verse 15 is one of the men at the table says, blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. Now, we don't know why he says that or in what uh, you know, sense he's saying that. Is, he trying, is it an awkward moment? Jesus just is rebuking them about pride. And is he trying to change the subject here? Is this person really responding to what he's seen Jesus do and what he's teaching and he's moved in his heart? But he says, blessed is everyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. 
And what Jesus does is what he does throughout the gospel uh, of Luke is that Jesus will teach, uh, use a parable. He'll point to something and say, let me tell you about the kingdom of God. Let me tell you about this, uh, this, let me tell you this parable because it's going to teach you a truth about God's kingdom. And to understand this parable, we need to understand that in that culture, they would have given an, a, a person throwing a party, a banquet like this, would send out an invitation to people and say, hey, on this date, we're going to have a celebration. And those people would, in a sense, give an RSVP and say, hey, I will be there. And then what he says is on the day of that event, when the feast is ready, then the second invitation would go out. And the people who had RSVP'd were supposed to come at that time. And that is not what happens here when the parable that Jesus says in verse 17 says, at that time for the banquet, the master who prepared this had sent his servant to say to those who had been invited, come for everything now is ready. Again, think about the picture of this type of banquet which Jesus is describing. One of joyfulness, one of celebration. Um, could it be at a, a wedding or it could be some other gathering? But the people were invited to come and eat and celebrate together. And what this invitation is, which Jesus is using this parable, is to teach that God has given out an invitation to a great banquet, which he is preparing. And that banquet is to be with Jesus for all eternity. Is this, this picture that this master has prepared and gone to extreme lengths that whatever he's done to prepare the food, whatever he's purchased, whatever the wine that he's prepared, however he's set up everything in his house, he's gone to the extent of preparing for this. And this is what God has done for the banquet that he has prepared. God has gone to the greatest lengths to prepare this banquet. He has done all of the work to prepare this banquet of salvation in his kingdom. And that work that he's done was done through his son, Jesus Christ. And there at the cross that Jesus Christ would go and he would be nailed to a cross, that he would die, that his blood would be shed so that sins could be covered over. And that faith in Jesus Christ and the work that he did and his resurrection from the grave.